Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being called into the boss's office for a private conversation is intimidating. The request can leave you worried about your job security. If you aren't happy at work, however, you may be the one who wants to initiate a discussion. That's intimidating, too, due to the inherent power dynamics at play, says Shelley Tagielski, co-author of How We Ended Racism, Realizing a New Possibility in One Generation, and founder of the grassroots aid organization Pandemic of Love. The superior-subordinate relationship can naturally intensify feelings of vulnerability and apprehension when broaching challenging topics, she says. First and foremost, it's crucial to recognize and respect the hierarchical structure within the organization. This doesn't mean suppressing valid concerns, but rather framing them in a manner that's constructive and solution-oriented. Nicole Bianchi, author of Five Tough Talks, How to Lead Brave Conversations for Exceptional Results, says talking to your boss about something difficult is probably the most dreaded conversation. The conversations you have down or to the side of the hierarchical chart are tough, she says, but the toughest is the one you have to have up. Instead of remaining unhappy or quitting, address your concerns with your boss by taking these five steps. The first foundational conversation every employee should have with their leader should be about expectations. It's common to talk about the what, but sometimes we don't get to the how, says Bianchi. We often have expectations in our mind, but we never articulate them. That's where misunderstandings start to happen. If your leader doesn't initiate this conversation with you early on, take the reins, says Bianchi. If you ever need to challenge your leader and give them feedback, how are you going to do that, she says. Having that conversation makes sure everyone understands their role. Next, it's easy to become influenced by your biases, derailing the conversation. Instead, Go into the discussion with a firm grasp of what's true, says Justin Michael Williams, co-author of How We Ended Racism. He suggests creating two columns on a sheet of paper. On the left side, write, here are the facts, and on the right side, write, here are the assumptions and stories I'm making up. List inarguable facts on the left side, remembering that feelings aren't facts. Then note your feelings, emotions, biases, and stories on the right side. Once you get all that down on paper, it will bring you to the final question. What realizations have you come to now that you have separated the facts and stories, says Williams. If we don't take the time to understand the difference between facts, biases, and stories, we end up pointing the finger of blame at each other and arguing over whose biases are more important. Also, once expectations are clear and you've separated feelings from facts, identify your objectives and goals for the conversation. Get clear, says Bianchi. What are you looking for in this situation? 
What's your intent by having this conversation? And then go deeper. How are you feeling about it? How might they be feeling about it? We often enter difficult conversations with a premeditated idea of what we'd like the outcome to be, leaving no space for collaboration, says Williams. The best solutions arise when both parties can explore ideas for solutions together, he says. Otherwise, the person you're speaking with will feel like something is being forced upon them, and that never works in the long run. It often ignites a pattern of shame, blame, and guilt. Forcing your solution onto a person or trying to elicit an action that they aren't authentically on board to take leads to empty actions. And then practice the conversation. People tend to be less confident when speaking off the cuff. Bianchi suggests being clear on the message you want to say by creating a script. Once you've got your words down, run through the conversation aloud. You can practice in front of a mirror or with somebody you know and trust who can give you feedback on how things are landing, she says. And finally, don't wait too long for a conversation. If you notice something different with your leader, it's best to address it immediately instead of ruminating. Start the conversation with, I want to share something with you that you may not be seeing, and ask for permission to share your thoughts, suggests Bianchi. It assumes positive intent, she says. Instead of going into the conversation on the attack, call your boss forward, says Tegielski. When you call someone forward, you are essentially inviting them into a dialogue where concerns can be shared openly. Feedback can be given without judgment, and both parties can work together to find a solution or understanding, she says. This is different from calling someone out, which often implies pointing out someone's flaws or mistakes in a confrontational manner. To call your boss forward, approach them with respect, take a solution-oriented mindset, and choose the timing wisely. When this concept is applied to a professional setting, especially when dealing with superiors like one's boss, it becomes even more critical, says Tegielski. Engaging in a conversation with a boss requires a careful balance of honesty, tact, and professionalism. While swift action is beneficial, Bianchi says some conversations need deeper preparation. Take a couple of days to prepare and get ready, she says. Instead of accusations and blame, take an open mindset, says Williams. Sharing your emotions and how you feel about something opens a space of vulnerability and connection, he says. This is the space that's needed for real change to occur. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.